Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, Edge of Darkness. The starring players... This is John Garfield. This is Maureen O'Hara. And this is Ralph Morgan. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in an exciting narrative of the Nazi invasion of Norway, a radio adaptation of the Warner Brothers production, Edge of Darkness, starring John Garfield as Gunnar Broga, Maureen O'Hara as Karen Stensgaard, and Ralph Morgan as Dr. Stensgaard. Leutnant, I will dictate my report. Ready, Herr Hauptmann. To headquarters, Berlin. From Hauptmann Koenig, Commandant of Trollness, Norway. Our forces remain in complete control. Herr Hauptmann, have you seen your sentries' faces in the night? So full of fear? Lieutenant, you spoke? I said nothing, Herr Hauptmann. Uh, continue then. All military regulations remain strictly in force. Brave Nazi sentries. Frightened at the closing of a door. Curfew, blackouts, precautionary searches. How do you sleep here, Hauptmann? Not very well. If there were any open attempt at revolt... You're worried here, Hauptmann. You're disturbed. If there were any attempt... No. No, they won't revolt. They'll never stand and fight like men. For the report here, Hauptmann? Of course not, you fool. What do they expect of me in Berlin? I'm a soldier. I can't fight ghosts. These things I can't put my finger on. A boat is sunk. A shipment from the cannery spoiled. A fire breaks out. A wire is cut. What shall I tell them in Berlin? How shall I tell them that the kettle boils and boils and... What's the use? Get out. I wish to be alone. to the wharf. It's late. I've been out in the curfew before. But I never know when they'll search this place. If they found you with me, why... You'll be gone soon. You'll open the trap in the floor and drop into your boat. And then you'll be gone. Gunnar, England is so far away. Ah, don't worry. I can sail it blindfolded. The moon is so bright tonight. Maybe, maybe you could wait. Another night, a darker one. I've had my fill of waiting. Two years of the Nazi beast without striking a blow. Gunnar, listen. Other Norwegians have got to England. Now they're fighting. They're doing something. You're doing things here. Everyone depends on you. Yes, and asks me, all of them, all the time, Gunnar, when, Gunnar, how long? Will the arms come, Gunnar? And we wait. 
And they never come. So you leave us. I must do something. You leave me. Karen. Karen. Gunnar, what's that? Don't talk. Who is it? Who's out there? Gunnar, open up. Hammer! Hammer, what's happened? What are you doing here in Tromsund? Instruction revolt. What? Ah, when? Talk, man, talk. I, I, I can't. I have a bullet in my... Oh. Gunnar! Oh, it's all right. I've got him. Dead. No, no, he's just fainted. Gunnar, listen. That bugle, that's an alarm. We'll have to get him out of here. Hammer, Hammer, stand up. Oh. Do you hear that bugle? That means Koenig's got the news, too. He'll send out patrols. This is the first place he'll search. Do you understand? Oh. Karen, can you get him to Osterham's farm? He needs a doctor, Gunnar. If he dies now... He can't. He's got to live. He's got to tell us what he knows. Let us understand each other, Gunnar Brugger. I have come with you only because I am a doctor, a man of science. It is my sworn duty to heal the sick. Your daughter had a better reason, Doctor. Karen? She's a Norwegian. Wait. This is the cellar door. Open up. It's Gunnar. I've brought Dr. Stensgaard. Father, we were so worried. We heard shots. Gunnar. Gunnar broke. It's all right now, Hammer. You'll be all right. Gunnar, listen. It's important. This man is in no condition to talk. Is he going to live? I'm only a doctor. I can't be sure. And he's got to talk. Hammer, listen. Brogy, this is a human being. Hammer, tell me. How did the revolt start? We, we got arms. Please, I've known you people all my life. Good, decent people. Hammer, say it. How did you get the arms? The English. They're, they're delivering arms. All up and down the coast. Arms? You got the arms from the English. You, you will all get them. You were told to wait. We couldn't. We we were betrayed. A quizzling. We, we had to fight. The Nazis brought up tanks and planes. It was a bloodbath. I, I was the only one. The only one. Hammer. Hammer. He can't talk anymore. He's unconscious. Arms. He said they got arms. We'll get them too. And you'll take them, of course. And then what happened in Stockson will happen here. Well, you men and women, you heard what the doctor said. Is there anyone who agrees? Well... I don't exactly agree, Gunnar, but there are a few doubts in my mind. Traitor! No, wait! Wait! Let him speak. Everyone should speak his mind. That's right. Go ahead, Osterholm. I'm a farmer, Gunnar. If I lose my farm, there must be a reason for it. For a sacrifice like that? What sacrifice? What are you giving up, your life? Maybe they'll take it whether you fight or not. Your farm? It's not yours anyway till you fight for it. Your peace? What peace do you have when they can come and take you as a hostage in the middle of the night to be shot for something you never did and never even heard of? Like Gerd's husband, like old Mortison's son, to live in fear, to have blackings at the window, to talk in whispers. Is that what you want? All I did was ask a question. I'm satisfied with the answer. It's decided then. We wait for the arms. Yes. And for a time, that will be right. dangerous to go any farther together. We'd better part here. This small parting I don't mind. But when I think that you might have been out on the sea... It's different now. We'll have arms. 
We must be very careful. No false steps. With you to lead us, we'll not make any, Gunnar. I hope not. Karen, do you know why I was so eager to go to England? You gave me reasons enough. One I didn't give you. You. Me? I was afraid that if anything happened to you, I'd lose my head. Then I shouldn't be any use anymore. But now I stay. Now I have to stay, Karen. If we're to fight, nothing else must count. We must be like steel. Yes, Gunnar. Like steel. Especially now. There was a note in my fishing box. I had not meant to tell you. A note from whom? I don't know. It wasn't signed. It said, tonight near the hotel, the patch of pine trees by the road. The hotel? That's German headquarters. It might be a trap. Perhaps. I'll have to find out. I'll go with you, Gunnar. No, no, no. Please, please. It's better so. If anything goes wrong, then one of us might get away. Please, Gunnar. Together? Together, Karen. Two hours we've been lying here and no sign of anyone. Just a while more. Okay. Who's that? Quiet, you fool. You want to bring the sentry running? Come right back of you. Move back slowly, quietly. Trees are a pickup back here. Well, that's better, I should say. So you're Gunnar Brogy uh-huh. and Miss Stensgaard. Lovely night for running through the woods. Who are you? A British agent. In a German's major's uniform? How do we know you tell the truth? You don't. But you'll take this dictionary. Oslo edition 1937. You'll use it as a code book when they bring arms to you. We will get arms? Yes, but no matter what happens, keep your people in check. No move till we give the word. Till the whole coast is armed. In a German major's uniform. How do you do it? Do I ask you how to catch fish? Now listen carefully. You'll post a watch each night on the plateau about um, half a mile up from the hotel. It'll be signaled from a British ship about 12 miles offshore. I'll give you the code and you'll reply by flashing a light. The ship will be at a point due west in the center of the hill. The wind is strong up here on the plateau. I'm cold, Gunnar. Oh, the coffee will be ready in a minute. I'll take the binoculars for a while. The 56th watch. I feel like shouting out across the sea. World, we're waiting here. Don't forget us. Go ahead and shout. Maybe it'll help. Tell them to be quick about it. I'm getting old. At my age, my father already had two children. (laughs) Karen, Karen, you mustn't... You mustn't give up hope. Our day will come. There. Yeah, that's more like it. Gunnar, when you have your arms around me... Idiots! Good, Bjarnason. I might have been a German patrol. In these times, you have no right to think only of yourselves. I'm sorry, Gerd. It won't happen again. Maybe I have more reason to watch. I have more to avenge. I saw them stand him up against the wall. I saw the rifle spitting death. And when he fell, I swore that someday I Wait. would... Wait! Out there to the sea. There's a light. Gunnar, the English ship. It must be. They're signaling. The code book. Karen, good, you take the light. I'll count count the flashes off. One, three, five, one, two, six, three, one. What are they saying? 
Can you read our... Two, one. Signal. Good. Flash them back. Yes. One, two, one. That's it. They're answering. Four, one, three, five, six, three, one, one, one. Come immediately. British ship, pick up arms. Oh, Gunnar, Gunnar, they've come. Now let the villagers ask me, Karen. Now let them just ask me when. Act One of Edge of Darkness, starring Ralph Morgan, Maureen O'Hara, and John Garfield. Before we hear Act Two, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. I once heard a man make a rather cruel remark about a woman. I heard him say she had no personal charm whatever, not one single redeeming feature. But I happened to meet her the other day, and I just stared in amazement. For she didn't even look like the same woman anymore. Since I'd seen her last, she had acquired a radiantly clear, fresh, delicate-looking skin. And it made her face look a lot younger and more interesting. It even made her hair look prettier and her eyes look more exciting. Well, that confirms what I've said so many times before. That there are no plain women. There are only women who don't know how to make themselves look attractive. Any woman can have a fresh, lovely skin, and without a lot of trouble or expense either. For all she needs is just one cream, Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream. So many women have written to tell me how much Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream has done, not only for their skin, but for their whole appearance. You see, this one cream by itself thoroughly cleans your skin, softens your skin, helps nature refine the pores, and leaves a wonderfully smooth base for powder. The only way you can really tell the difference between Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream and other face creams, is by the appearance of your skin after using it. So I ask you to try Lady Esther face cream. See how it loosens and absorbs the dry, clinging flakes. How your skin takes on a vibrant, youthful look. How your whole appearance seems to undergo a delightful change. the curtain rises on the second act of Edge of Darkness, starring Maureen O'Hara as Karen Stensgard, John Garfield as Gunnar Broga, and Ralph Morgan as Dr. Stensgard. The promise had been kept. We had our arms, machine guns, rifles, hand grenades, enough for everyone. Now all we had to do was wait. But as it happened in Stuxland, so it happened with us. We were betrayed. We had a quizzling, too. A traitor. One of our own people. He begged us for mercy, said the Germans had forced him, threatened him with death. He was weak, a coward. He told what he knew. But luckily, he didn't know enough. Only that we had gotten arms, not where we'd hidden them. The Hauptmann Koenig was enraged. He searched and searched. And when his prying failed, tried to provoke us into open revolt... Try to make us move before the proper time. 
But still we held our tempers in our hands. Men were beaten in the streets. Our homes were burned, our food and clothing taken away from us. And still we waited. Karen and I had met for a moment in the church. A German patrol was going by. Another patrol. All day, all night, patrols, patrols. Karen. Oh, I'm sorry, Gunnar. The day has been so hard, so cruel. It will even be worse. Koenig is trying to make us lose our heads, force our hands. And he will, he will. I can see it in the people's faces. How much more can they take? How much longer can they hold back? Gunnar, I'm afraid. Of what? Of another Stokesund. If we're forced to fight before the other towns are ready... I've thought of that, too. Karen, listen carefully. If trouble comes, I'll be the first that Koenig will arrest. You must know what's in my mind, and remember, tell the others. I remember. First, blow up the dynamo so Koenig can't use his radio to get help. Yes. Then take the point that guards the fjord, put the women, the children, and the old ones into boats. Send them off to England. Yes. And then a masked attack. Take the hotel, kill every German soldier in the town. And those who are left will set sail, too, for England. Those who are left? Maybe there are some of us who have to die. Karen, you won't cry. No, I won't cry. We've been lucky, Gunnar. We've had two years. And time is measured differently now. A day is a year. If... If you do not come back, there will be a long life to remember. I'll remember it proudly. Good girl, Karen. The street is safe now. I'll go first to be sure it's safe. I'll uh, stop at your house later, and we'll go to the meeting together. Be careful, Gunnar. I will. Gunnar. Gunnar, I love you so much. Someday, here in this church, you and I... Oh! All in good time, Liebchen. All in good time. Yes, Gunnar. Good evening, Doctor. I came for Karen. Karen's not here. Is that you, Gunnar Bruger? Come in, have some tea. Well, I'm sorry, Mrs. Stansgata. I don't have much time. I, uh, I suppose Karen stopped a visit somewhere. Are you coming to the meeting, Doctor? Meeting? Uh, Osterholm's cellar to plan in case we're forced to fight. I'll go on ahead, Doctor. Good night. Anna! Yes, Martin? Anna, I, I must make a call. Of course, Martin. I'll have to hurry. You? I couldn't let you go to the meeting alone. Here, your hat, your cane. The gold-handled one? Why not? A doctor is a man to be respected. He should always look his best. Gunnar should have been back by now. Maybe I ought to go and look for him. That's all we need, Osterholm. Someone looking for someone else. Gunnar was here. He should have stayed here. Oh, I'll go. Who is it? Dr. Stengard. Come in, doctor. I, I brought my wife. I hope you don't mind. Not at all. Sit here, Mrs. Stengard. But my daughter Karen, Gunnar Broger, they should have been here. What is it? What's wrong? Nothing. They'll be here. You see? They're coming now. Good. Good. I couldn't find her anywhere. I, I looked all over. Every street, every house. I, I... 
Dr. Stansgard, I, I, I didn't know you were here. Gunnar, the truth. Where is Karen, Gunnar? Well, she'll be here any minute now. I'm sure she will. Well, there she is now. There, you see, I knew she'd... Gunnar. Karen. Karen! Just cry, Karen. Cry. At least cry. Let my mother cry for me. Gunnar, if you think now is the time to fight, then say the word, and by heaven we fight. No, Gerd, no. We've stood enough. Gunnar, listen to me. I'll listen to no one. All over Europe, women, this happens to many. Why am I any different? Why am I any different? There's not a man in Norway who wouldn't kill for this. Gunnar, if there's a chance left, don't throw it away because of me. These people trust you. If you give the word now, you'll betray them all. Remember what you said yourself. We must be like steel. Were they just words, Gunnar? Were they? All right. We will not fight now. Listen. There's trouble. Everyone to his home. Karen, Mrs. Stensgaard. Doctor. Dr. Stensgaard. He's gone. Mother, he's gone. Open up in there. Open up. Gunnar, what shall we do? Open up, you swain. You're surrounded. There's no use. We're trapped. Open up, Osterholm. Yeah, we make a nice catch here. What do you want? Tonight a German soldier has been beaten to death. By order of the Hauptmann Koenig, you're under arrest. That's it. That's fine. Work hard, you Norwegian barbarians. Work hard. Dig your own graves. Herr Leutnant, two minutes more. It's all my fault. All my fault. Father, you mustn't speak that way. Gunnar, I went to them. I confessed. They had no right to arrest you all. It was a pretext, Doctor. They wanted an excuse to kill the leaders off. I didn't think. I couldn't. The cane was in my hands. And when I saw that German's face, I had to kill. I had to. Now all of you must die. All of you because of me. No. No. Not without making a fight of it. Do you hear them? The villagers are going to attack. We still have a chance. When the shooting starts, those soldiers will turn. Now. Now. This is no disorganized mob, Herr Hoffman. They're attacking by plan. Rabble. I'll deal with them. Hello, Harbor Patrol. Hello. Hello, this is the Harbor Patrol. Would you like to go to England with the women and children? Blockhouse. Hello, Blockhouse. I want the corporal. The corporal is dead. We're coming up to get you next. Free Norway. Herr Hoffman, what is it? The... Radio. Get Trondheim. Tell him I want planes. Yes, Herr Hoffman. It'll only take a minute. Yes. Well, don't stand there like a fool. Get Trondheim, I said. That must have been the dynamo we heard just now. 
The radio is dead. Dead? Dead. Then so are we all. many are left? Two hundred of us. None of them. Look at the flag, Gunnar. You can still see it flying from the church tower. It's very pretty. The flag of Norway. Yeah. The German flight patrol will come over late this afternoon. They'll see that something's wrong. They'll send more soldiers and take the flag down. Of course they will. They'll take it down. And then, someday, we'll put it back up again. Thanks to John Garfield, Maureen O'Hara, and Ralph Morgan for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Edge of Darkness. It was our real pleasure to be here, Mr. Bradley. We know that the benefits from these programs support the Motion Picture Relief Fund and Clinic. But of course, we all know how important that activity is to our industry. And now, before we tell you about next week's show, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss O'Hara. There's a certain clear, smooth, translucent look of the skin that can mean more to a woman than even the most perfect features. Or it can make a woman look interesting and attractive, no matter what the rest of her appearance may be. Many women tell me they've acquired that lovely, translucent look of the skin by using my four-purpose face cream. They say my cream makes their skin look so much smoother and fresher that it makes them look years younger. Now, here's why Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream does so much for the appearance of your skin. First, it thoroughly cleans your skin, coaxing out the dirt and stale makeup embedded in the pore openings. Second, it softens your skin, loosens and absorbs the dry flakes that tend to make your skin look rough. Third, it helps nature refine the pores and makes your skin look more delicate. And fourth, it leaves a smooth, perfect base for powder. These are things you can see for yourself right on your own skin. So try Lady Esther Four-Purpose Face Cream. Compare it with any other cream you've ever used. I know you'll agree with the thousands of women who call it the most beautifying face cream they've ever used. Friends... Soon there will be a call in your community for aid to the National War Fund. You give once, but you give for all when you give to the National War Fund. Because your donation is apportioned to 17 different relief organizations. Help our allies. Help our war prisoners. The USO and your own local war chest. 
by giving generously to the National War Fund through your United Community campaign. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present You Belong to Me. It will star Don Amici and Mary Esther. Be sure to listen. John Garfield can now be seen in the Warner Brothers 48-star musical, Thank Your Lucky Stars. Maureen O'Hara can soon be seen in The Life of Buffalo Bill, a 20th Century Fox production. Ralph Morgan can soon be seen in the universal picture, The Imposter. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. For economy's sake, get the largest size of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and the larger sizes of Lady Esther face powder. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night all. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs>